What is going on, you guys? My name is Justin, but you can call me J-Swag. Welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk with Swag. Appreciate you stopping by, giving a listen, hanging out, chilling, learning more about sports. You know, the usual here. Uh, We got another, um, I almost just said rendition. That's not what I wanted to say. We got another edition of uh, Hunt for the Best Sports City of All Time. This is, ooh, I think part uh, 12, maybe? <clears throat> Check the title. It'll be there. It'll be correct there. Uh, but we have the last um, final four matchup. So, I'm sorry, the last Elite Eight matchup. So, <clears throat> currently in the bracket is Minneapolis, Washington, D.C., Boston, and then today we have Los Angeles versus Chicago. Uh, the winner of this matchup will go on to face Washington, D.C. And then on the other side, we have Minneapolis versus Boston in that matchup. Uh, so that's your, that, <clears throat> that's your final four. Again, we'll be, we're figuring out the last entrant into the final four right now. Um, but yeah, this is, this is a, you know, per usual, a good matchup because we took the top 16 cities, so they're all going to be good. Um, Two, uh, two of the more well-known uh, markets, you know, with more recognizable teams. Uh, obviously, two of the biggest markets in general when it comes to the United States and just, you know, marketability, population, uh, you know, all that stuff. Uh, they're just two, two of the biggest markets when it comes to, to, to anything, really. Um, <clears throat> So yeah, uh, I'm I'm riding solo dolo for this one here, um, which is fine though, um, because you know I don't need no man. Um, so we're gonna hop right into this here. Let us go ahead and start. <clears throat> let's start with football here, um, and we're gonna start with Los Angeles. Uh, let's see. So. We'll go ahead and get the Chargers out of the way um, because they just moved to L.A. in 2017, so they really don't have much of a history in Los Angeles to get through. Um, You know, they have one playoff appearance, uh, which was last year, and then, um, you know, the regular season record at the time that I did this uh, research was 21-11. Uh, and their playoff record was one and one. So again, really, that's all that there is. So <clears throat> they just moved there, so they don't have any sort of really a history there. They're off to like a decent start this year. Not great. Um, but again, really not much weight to to the Chargers in Los Angeles so far. Um, so then we move over to the Rams, who have more uh, more weight because they played in Los Angeles from 1946 to 1994. Uh, and then moved to St. Louis and then came back, uh, to Los Angeles just recently in 2016. So these stats, uh, were considering all their time in Los Angeles. So from 1946 to 94, and then again from 2016 
until now. Uh, so in total, they have two championships. Both of them were pre-merger, uh, but championships nonetheless. Uh, and I, I do what I, I just want to say something real quick uh, in relation to that because I know uh, in the DC episode uh, we kind of talked a little bit about you know the weight of championships and you know the the time that they came um, you know especially I guess right now when it comes to specifically Super Bowls as opposed to just NFL slash you know, football championships for a, a a franchise, for a city. Because, you know, you have teams like the Steelers, like the Patriots, who have six Super Bowls to their name. Um, and so right now, you know, in the NFL, they are considered the, you know, winningest franchises when it comes to Super Bowls. But you have the Packers who have over 10, I think it's like 13 championships. Um, and, you know, most of them came before the NFL AFL merger. So they're not Super Bowls per se. Again, they have like two or three. Actually, I think they have more than that. But still, you know, they have a couple, a handful of Super Bowl championships. But then on top of that, like they have a lot of championships. And to me, those weigh just as equally as a Super Bowl. Um, because granted they, they came at a different time at an earlier time, um, they are still were championships and they still were the best team that year. Um, <clears throat> cause a lot of people like to say, you know, Oh, like, you know, when the Packers won all their championships, it was back when there was only, you know, six teams in the league. And so it was really easy and they just were dominant. Um, but, you know, I, I just think that's kind of foolish to think that way because I think there's so many factors that go into it and that go into winning a championship. Uh, you know, for one, um, you know, it speaks to that city that they had a franchise that early on, you know, at the beginning of a league. So for a place like Green Bay, Wisconsin, to have an NFL, you know, a football franchise, I should say, um, before you know a lot of other cities um that speaks to them that they were granted that because you know they you know i don't know i'm finding it's hard to find the words to describe but i hope i'm making sense that you know um green bay had a team you know back in you know the early 1900s uh you know in the 30s and the 40s and they were winning those nfl championships um was AFL championships, you know, if it's a different team. Um, but then other cities, you know, like uh, Miami didn't. And so, you know, that speaks to that, that, that Miami couldn't either keep a, a franchise going or wasn't awarded one, whatever, for whatever reason. They didn't have a franchise, but, you know, the Packers did or the Giants did or the Bears did, whatever. Um <clears throat> But on top of that, again, when it's also you're like, oh, there's only like six teams, the you know, it was really easy back then. I, I disagree because a championship is a championship. And if it was quote unquote that easy, then any team should have been able to do it. But, you know, those teams that won, won. And they were the best. Um, and that also means that the talent was spread way less thin as opposed to right now, where, you know, uh, you have this vast amount of superstars in, in any given league. Um, 
that are spread between 30 teams and, you know, in some leagues, 32 teams. Uh, but back then that talent was spread between, you know, six teams, eight teams, 12 teams. Uh, and, you know, I understand that there was just less people playing. Uh, they weren't as athletic at that point, whatever. But bottom line, a championship, a championship is a championship. And so I count, I weigh them equally. Tangent over. Let's get to the Rams. So they have two championships, both of them pre-merger, but they're still championships. Uh, they have 23 playoff appearances in total. Um, regular season record of about 54% win percentage. Uh, not so good in the playoffs, 13 and 21. Uh, they do have 13 Hall of Famers and then a couple of uh, award winners there. So, you know, they, the Rams, I, I think as of recent you know, everyone kind of knows them as really from St. Louis, they were the laughing stock. But in their time in LA, they have had some time to shine. I mean, and they again they did just make it to the Super Bowl last year as well. Um and you know, still a fifty four percent win percentage in the regular season. Again, the playoff record not great, but they have twenty three playoff appearances in what is that, fifty three years uh not 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 too bad um but yeah i i I think a franchise in their time in los angeles pretty uh i'd say they're above average um because they have those two championships to their name they're over 500 in the regular season um you know they made it to the super bowl in the modern era um excuse me um, and they've had some some big name players uh, play for them in Los Angeles, and you know, I j- I think there's there's average. If they didn't have those championships, I'd say they were average. But they got those two those two titles, so I think that bumps them just to a little bit above average. Not saying they're excellent or like amazing, um, but they're above average. Um, and then who else? We also have the Raiders, who spent a little bit of time in L.A., but they made the most of that time. Um, 1982 to 1994, uh, they won one Super Bowl during that time, made seven playoff appearances in 12 years, so a good good turnover rate. Uh, 59% win percentage in the regular season and uh, 50% in the playoffs. So, like I said, definitely made the most of their time. Uh, in LA, again, you know, in in '95 they ended up moving uh, to to Oakland, out to Oakland, or up to Oakland, I guess I should say. But uh, they made the most of their time in LA, uh, and they did kind of have a reputation uh, as being, you know, the kind of bad boys, so to speak, of the NFL uh, in the '80s when they were kind of when they had their time to shine. I think I have. Let me see. Some notable players to play football. I only have Rams players. Okay. Um, but all that being said, Los Angeles for football, I mean, they, up until like three years ago, they weren't, a, they didn't even have any franchises in their city. So uh, there was really nothing that could be said. I mean, you know, they had the Rams uh, for those 40 some odd years back in the uh, 20th century. And then, they had the the Raiders for about twelve years, um, but 
during that time that their football franchises were there, they again they made the most of it. They were, I think, two above average franchises in the Raiders and the Rams. Again, the uh, Chargers haven't really done anything. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's you know some something to be said for that. Uh, you know they they won a couple championships. They made the playoffs uh, a good amount. They won a lot in the regular season. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> Granted, now, when you compare that with the Chicago Bears, um, doesn't quite match up, in, in my opinion. So the Bears uh, of Chicago were founded in 1920, so they've, uh, this is their 99th season this year. Um, or maybe it's their 100th. I don't really know how the seasons, whatever works. Uh, but anyways, founded in 1920. Uh, they have nine championships to their name, uh, eight of them being pre-merger, but they do still have a Super Bowl win back from the uh, from the 80s. But nine championships to their name, uh, which is, I believe, the like third or fourth most. It's definitely top five, I know that. So one of the winningest franchises. Um, 26 playoff appearances, uh, 55% win percentage in the regular season, and 49% in the playoffs. Uh, 28 Hall of Famers, the most of all time. Uh, so they have more hall of famers than any other NFL franchise can boast. So that definitely speaks volumes, uh, to their franchise. So, uh, pretty perennial, um, a perennial contender, I guess you could say, uh, they've had some ups and downs as every franchise in any league has had, but, uh, they've had their times of domination too. Uh, we, you know, obviously I think a lot of people who know the NFL know that they had the, the, the 80s were a big time for them, um, almost going uh, undefeated. Um, you know, I think they might have the most wins. If not, they're definitely in the top five for most wins, um, along with most championships, um, and then obviously the most f- Hall of Famers for any franchise. So one of the more dominant and uh, decorated franchises in NFL history. Uh, hard hard to com- compete with the Bears when it comes to the NFL, especially when you're Los Angeles and your franchises that have been in and out. I think that uh, is another thing as well that speaks to the Bears is that they've, they've been around for 100 years practically at this point, uh, which is super impressive. Um, and they've made the most of their time um, while they're there. So, you know, they, uh, they, they, they know what they're doing. They, they're a, a, a very good franchise. Um, and then quick note as well, the Chicago Cardinals were an NFL franchise at one point as well from 1920 to 1959. So Chicago actually had two football NFL franchises at one point. Uh, for 39 years there. Uh, They also got two championships during that time, and that was the only two times that they made the playoffs. They won the championship. Um, Overall regular season record, you know, 37%, so not great. Um, Not a lot to uh, brag about there in the regular season for them, but when they made it to the playoffs, they won the uh, championship. So... They made a count when they made it into the playoffs. They just didn't make it to the playoffs that much. Um, so overall, when you look at these two franchises, again, I think credit where credit is due to Los Angeles. The Rams, Raiders, and Chargers are, are all, I think, above average teams. 
But when the measuring stick is the Chicago Bears, one of the best, and again, one of the most decorated franchises in history, uh, it's hard to measure up to them. There's only a select few franchises that can that can measure up with them. So I got to give the edge to Chicago here. Again, they've had that one franchise that was, that's been there for a hundred years now. Uh, and then the Cardinals were there for 39 years as well. So that's no short stint. Um, Los Angeles, you know, couldn't hold on to their franchises, finally got two of them back, uh, which I think they're, I think at least one of them will be here to stay. Maybe one will, will move out of LA, but I do think that, that, uh, LA is going to hold a football team here for the long haul. Now, I don't think there'll be any exits moving forward. Um, but yeah, so I got to give the edge to Chicago here when it comes to football. All right, let's move on to baseball now. America's favorite pastime. Uh, good timing because we are currently. Uh, in the midst of the MLB playoffs. And this first franchise uh, is playing in a game five of the NLDS tonight, actually. Um, At the time of recording, they are playing the Nationals in game five of the NLDS. It's the Dodgers, the Los Angeles Dodgers. uh, Moved to LA from Brooklyn in 1958. Uh, Since then, they have five World Series titles, um, 23 playoff appearances, a uh, 54% win percentage in the regular season and a 49% win percentage in the playoffs, which is pretty good. Um, lots of award winners, 11 Cy Youngs really sticks out to me, five MVPs as well. Um, again, I think the Dodgers, a big market name. I think, you know, when you think of baseball, I think you think of, you know, the Yankees, the Red Sox. Um, I think you think of the Dodgers, maybe the Cubs. The Braves, but you know, I think the Dodgers are one of those franchises that first hits your mind, especially if you don't even know that much about baseball. And part of that, obviously, is that they're in Los Angeles, which is one of the biggest markets in the country, even in the world, really. Uh, but they <clears throat> they are a respectable franchise. They're a winning franchise. You know, they've they've done a lot. Uh, they're one of the better franchises, especially. You know, since they moved to LA, I mean, they were a great franchise when they were in Brooklyn, um, and then they moved out to LA and then continued those winning ways. Um, having made the World Series last year, I mean, they didn't do too well against the Red Sox, but they were one of four teams to get over a hundred wins this season uh, in the MLB, and they are—they were a, a World Series favorite, actually. I, I think. Um, coming into this postseason, I mean, obviously they're the Nationals are giving them a run for their money here in the NLDS, but we'll see how that plays out for them. But yeah, just a, a peren- again another perennial contender here uh, in the Dodgers, who you know pretty consistently are doing are doing well for themselves. Uh, and then across town, you have the Angels, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. I don't remember. Last time, I th- we did it in the first episode. We looked at um, the actual name because they were the Anaheim Angels and then they were the Los Angeles Angels and then they were the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. And I don't know if they're just back to the, to the LA Angels, but regardless, they were founded in 1961 and have stayed in Anaheim since. <clears throat> they have one World Series title, which came in 2002, I believe. Uh, it, was, it was early 2000s that they got that title. Um, 
10 playoff appearances, a dead even <clears throat> record of 50% sitting at 500, uh, 42% in the playoffs, a um, couple of uh, MVPs and award winners as well. Um, but yeah, and the Angels, I think, are a pretty average team. Um, when I think, when I think of that franchise, you know, they've had some big names come through, obviously right now they have Mike Trout who signed the biggest MLB contract in history pretty recently, uh, for over $400 million. So, and he's, you know, worth that money. He's, you know, a former MVP. He's a great player. Um, they've also had the likes of, you know, Vladimir Guerrero, Darren Erstad, Garrett Anderson, Reggie Jackson. Nolan Ryan, just to name a couple. Um, so they've had some big name players come through there. Uh, obviously, again, it's a big market. It's LA. Who doesn't want to go live in LA and play sports there? But um, yeah, the Angels, I think, uh, just a pretty average team. Uh, they have that one championship, um, but you know, doesn't doesn't mean a whole lot um, when you've been there for fifty eight years. Um, but yeah, let's move over to Chicago here. A couple, couple more notorious franchises over here. Let's start with the White Sox. Um, and the only reason I say notorious is because for the White Sox, because they were, had that infamous Black Sox World Series scandal in the early 1900s, or was it the late 1800s? Very early on in the MLB years, uh, where their players were paid to fix the World Series and lose, and they got paid money. Uh, and they were dubbed the Black Sox. If you've never heard that story, A, I'm surprised, but B, uh, go look it up. It's fascinating. Uh, there's lots of books and even movies about it. Um, it's a really interesting story uh, involving Shoeless Joe Jackson as well, who I'm sure a lot of people have heard of. Um, but yeah, there's some really great books. Um, highly recommend reading them. It's a very interesting story. Uh, but that being said, White Sox founded in 1901. So there you go. There's my answer. It was in the early 1900s. Uh, three World Series titles to their name. Uh, only nine playoff appearances in 118 years. Yikes. Um, but they have a regular season record of still at over 500, and their playoff record is over 500 as well. So don't make the playoffs a whole lot, but when they do, they win more than they lose, and they're usually doing pretty good in the regular season, but just can't make it out of the uh, AL Central. Um, Let's see. Yeah, 10 MLB Hall of, 10 Hall of Famers. Um, they've won their division five times. They made it to the World Series six times. So, you know, they're 50% in the World Series. Not bad, not bad. Uh, this is a, a franchise I would consider them a little bit below average. I mean, they have the, the three World Series titles. Um, they most recently made the World Series, I think, in like 04 or something. Maybe it was actually that series against... It may have been against the Angels, actually. Let me look this up real quick. White Sox. Another episode of Sports Talk with Swag where you get to listen to me Google something that I should have researched before if I was a good host. Um, so they won in 2005. They most recently won in 2005, and they beat the Astros 4-0. Yikes. Um, so they most recently made and won the World Series in 2005. Um, let's see when the Angels was real quick, now that I'm here. 2002 was when they won it. 
and they beat the Giants 4-3. to Anyways, so 2002-2005, pretty recent World Series titles for, uh, for those teams. But anyways, so White Sox, again, I just think they're kind of below average because nine playoff appearances in 118 years, I don't want to do the math, but that's, you know, not even one every decade. Um, so pretty rough. Um, but then, and then you move over to the Cubs who were founded in 1876, uh, three world series titles as well. Um, but they've made it 17 times. Wow. They've won the N they've got won the NL pennant 17 times. That's a lot. Um, 20 playoff appearances, uh, over 10,000 wins in the regular season, uh, sitting at 51% win percentage in the regular season and only 39% in the playoffs. Uh, 11 MVPs, 15 Hall of Famers. Um, Cubs, obviously most notorious for recently having broken the longest World Series drought in history of 108 years. And they finally made it and won it back in 2016, uh, beating the... Royals. Um but yeah, so the Cubs obviously most notorious for that drought and I but I think a lot of people think that them having missed the World Series and having the longest World Series drought meant that they were just like terrible in those 108 years. Um because when you hear like, "Oh, it's been 108 years since they went to the World Series." It just it's it's a big number and it's like a big thing, so it just sounds like Wow, they're like the worst team in the MLB. They're so bad. It's like, no, they were still like, they're still winning. They were still, you know, winning more than they lost in that period. They were making it to the playoffs. They just couldn't get to the World Series. Um, but, anyways, I think the Cubs, you know, again, like I was saying, one of the most, uh, one of the franchises most synonymous with the MLB. Like, when you kind of just think MLB, you think of uh, the Cubs. Um, and then I should say as well with the White Sox, you think of Wrigley Stadium, um, which is their stadium, which is one of the most notorious ones. Um, you know, but all that being said, uh, a couple of franchises here in, in Chicago and L.A. that have had their times of winning, have had their times of losing. Um, boy, it's, it's tough. Both cities have two franchises. When you look at the numbers, they're tied for World Series, uh, but Chicago has had their teams for a lot longer. Uh, two of the original, you know, MLB franchises. So it's it's tough to give an edge here, um, because it's not just about the numbers, as we've as we've realized going through the series. You know, it's about I think when it comes to fans, I can hands down give it to Chicago for baseball and just for any sport period, because as we've established in previous episodes, Los Angeles is probably the biggest city for superficial uh, fans. Most fans could just care less uh, about their teams. Um, Obviously you have the fans who show up to all the games and like really care. Every city has those, but a majority of the people who show up to the games though are just there because it looks cool. Cause it's something to do because their friends are going. Um, because they're a celebrity, you know. Um, and then on top of that, just the people in the city itself, 
don't really know a whole lot about what's going on with their sports. I mean, there's a pretty infamous video if you Google it. If you haven't seen this, I, I honestly highly recommend pausing this and go Google it and watch it. Um, but it's <clears throat> last year, the, the Los Angeles Rams, their football team, made it to the uh, Super Bowl. First time they had an L.A. football team made it to the Super Bowl in you know, a very long time. So that's a huge thing that's really exciting. And there's this video of people in a bar, uh, like it's a sports bar that has the game on. And when the Rams win the conference game and make it to the Super Bowl, like just no one cares. It absolutely could care less. Like they're just on their phones, eating their avocado toast, and they're just like, "Oh, cool." Anyways, it's 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 fascinating. It's just really fun because then if you look up, I'm sure if you could probably just look up like, you know, Cubs make it to the World Series reaction. You know, people watching that happen, or you know the the. Any other team, really, honestly. Um, it was just fascinating. But anyways, Chicago wins hands down for fans, and that's a big thing. So, um, But when it comes to baseball, I think the Dodgers kind of just give that, that edge to L.A. Because, you know, like I said, the White Sox, nine playoff appearances in 118 years, not very good. And then the Cubs, in 133 years, have 20 playoff appearances. So, again... That's, you know, one every seven years, five, six years. Um, which, you know, it's not terrible, but it's not amazing. Um, when the Dodgers had 23 playoff appearances in 61 years. Um, but, yeah, so all that being said, I think I give <clears throat> the slight edge here, very slight edge uh, to, to L.A. when it comes to baseball. Um, let's move to basketball here. Um, and we'll start with Chicago because they only have one franchise. Uh, obviously Chicago Bulls, they were founded in 1967, six NBA championships, 35 playoff appearances, uh, regular season win percentage of 52% and 54% in the playoffs. Um, and four Hall of Famers and six MVPs. Obviously, those all six of those MVPs are uh, Michael Jordan. All six of those championships um, were with Michael Jordan. Um, every time they made it to the finals, they won. So he was a perfect six and zero. They are a perfect six and zero, um, and obviously got them a lot of wins. And for the longest time, had the best NBA regular season record of seventy two and ten before it was most recently beaten in 2016 by the Warriors who went 73 and 9. Um but yeah, so that that's that's it for the Bulls. Um I as you may or may not remember from when we <clears throat> had Joe Caputo on from Sports Brunch um and he kind of defended Chicago. The, the Bulls haven't done a whole lot um outside of their time with Michael Jordan. Um you know, they had basically from 84, 85 when he was drafted um, to 97, which was his last year with them, or 98, I should say. Um, And they were dominant. You know, it was just that was their time. Um, You know, they've made playoffs since. They've had some good teams, you know, like that 2010 um, Derrick Rose-led team where he won MVP. Um, 
It was him, Ben Gordon, Luol Deng, Carlos Boozer, Joachim Noah, Brad Miller, Andres Nocioni, Kirk Heinrich. Um, <clears throat> it was a great team, uh, and they 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 did they did well. I mean, obviously they couldn't make it to the finals because they were having to go through LeBron James uh, and the Celtics as well with their big three. But all that being said, Bulls um, have. I believe the third most NBA championships, um, obviously behind the Celtics and then the Lakers. Um, so let's move right along then to the Lakers, um, moved to LA from Minneapolis in 1960. And something to note here, because we only look at their stats from when they played in this city. So the Lakers have 11 NBA championships in, um, in total. Uh, in Los Angeles. They have 16 total, but five of those were in their time in Minneapolis. Um, so only 11, 11, 11 of them bleh, were in Los Angeles. Still the second most championships, regardless. Um, behind the Celtics is 17. But they have 50 playoff appearances in those 59 years. Um, Regular season record, uh, 60% win percentage and 59% in the playoffs. So pretty same, pretty similar. Uh, eight MVPs and 10 NBA Hall of Famers. Obviously, I don't really need to say much about the Lakers here. You all know them. Um, Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant, um, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, James Worthy, A.C. Green, Jerry West, Will Chamberlain. Uh, Elgin Baylor, um, Byron Scott, um, Gail Goodrich. Um, the list goes on. I mean, obviously now they have LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Um, but yeah, one of the one of the best franchises of all time in NBA history. Um, really don't need to say much there. The win percentages speak for themselves. The championship speaks for themselves. The 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 name just speaks for themselves. You know who I'm talking about. Uh, and then obviously the other franchise is the Clippers, who have very much been overshadowed by their big brother. They moved to L.A. from San Diego in 1984. Zero titles, zero conference titles. Uh, they've won their division twice. They have 10 playoff appearances in those 35 years. Um, 48% win percentage in the regular season and 43% in the playoffs. They have one. Hall of Famer. Um, I think for most people, if I told you to name a Los Angeles Clipper prior to Blake Griffin being drafted there, I don't think many people could do it. Obviously, people like me can because, you know, we're, you know, we care more and we do more research and we just know more. But, um, you know, if I was to ask a casual NBA fan, name me a, a Clipper from any point. Most people would say either Blake Griffin, um, DeAndre Jordan, or Chris Paul. Um, some people might remember um, Chris Kamen, maybe Elton Brand. Uh, but outside of that, I don't think anyone can name, can name a Clipper for me. Um, so that kind of just speaks to them. Um, you know, They have a losing record all time in the regular season and in the playoffs. Never made it to the finals. Um, up until Chris Paul came there um, in 2010, 
2010, 2011, um, they, you know, weren't making the playoffs at all. They made six or seven straight playoffs when he was there. So that was, that's out of 10 that they've made total. Um, so, you know, without that, uh, lob city team, um, there's just like nothing to talk about for the Clippers here. So that being said, the Lakers do all the speaking, um, for themselves and they, I think to me, pretty obviously have the advantage over here, over the Bulls. Um, again, one of those things where the Bulls are a great franchise, one of the best, honestly, but when the measuring stick is the Lakers, it's, unless you're the Celtics, you're not measuring up to them. So, um, so yeah, that being said, I give the Lakers, uh, Los Angeles, the city of Los Angeles, the edge here when it comes to basketball. Moving on, let's talk some hockey. NHL season just started. I think we're a couple games into the to the season. Um, let's start with Los, Los Angeles here. First franchise up is the mighty Ducks of Anaheim, who are now just the Anaheim Ducks. Unfortunately, you hate to see it, you know. I think everyone knew it was inevitable that that Disney was going to sell the team and the rights to the to the the mighty ducks uh eventually because they are disney they have other things to do than own and run an nhl franchise but man it was cool because that that movie was sweet and the team and the jerseys were freaking rad they were founded in 93 obviously because they were founded right after the movie kind of hit its peak uh they have a stanley cup to their name i think it was 2007 or like 2004 or something like that um, 14 playoff appearances in those 26 years. Um, they have a, a winning, uh, record, uh, in the regular season and in the playoffs are 55% win percentage in the, in the playoffs, um, for NHL Hall of Flamers, which is pretty good for having only been around for 16, 26 years, excuse me. Um, but <clears throat> again, a pretty recent franchise and so not a whole lot to be said for them. Uh, but they did again, you know, make, make it to the Stanley cup twice. Um, most recently they did it. I think when the, when the devils won, right back in like 2012 or 2013, I don't know. I could just be totally misremembering that, but all that being said, very average team. Um, you know, they have the, the Stanley cup to their name. Uh, they're winning in the regular season and playoffs, but you know, they've only been around for a little over 25 years. Um, they, you know, they have 14 playoff appearances. So maybe they're, I'll say they're above average, actually 14 playoff appearances in 26 years. That's, you know, basically every other year they're making the playoffs, which is, which is pretty good, especially for a new franchise. Um, so yeah. And then we also have the Kings, the LA Kings who were founded in 1968. They have two Stanley Cups to their name. They had one pretty recently. Um, 30 playoff appearances in total in those 51 years, so pretty good. Um, They have overall a losing record in the regular season and in the playoffs. They're at 44% win percentage in the playoffs, um, but they have 17 Hall of Famers uh, to their name. So the Kings, I think, are... Another team pretty similar to the Ducks where they're just like right on the edge of average and above average. Um, you know, they have two Stanley Cups to their name, which, you know, says something, but um, 
not typically a team you think of when you think of the NHL. You know, you obviously probably think of the you know the original six, maybe a few outside of that. Um, but I think you know you think of you think the Rangers, the Red Wings, the Flyers, the Penguins, the Maple Leaves, the Canadians. You know, a handful of other teams here and there. But I don't I don't really think of the Ducks or the Kings. Um, you know, first thought. Um, so a couple of franchises that are fine, pretty good, uh, not great. Uh, but then we move over to Chicago here, and we have a great NHL franchise in the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, I think they actually were one of the original six. Uh, founded in 1926, they have six Stanley Cups, uh, which is one of the winningest uh, franchises. Uh, 62 playoff appearances. Um, overall winning record in the regular season, uh, just shy of being uh, winning in the playoffs. They're at 49% win percentage in the playoffs. 39 Hall of Famers, which is a lot. Um, seven MVPs, eight Rookie of the Years. Um, a very decorated franchise. Uh, I think it's pretty easy to just pretty quickly give the edge here to the Blackhawks, but I will say, you know, just to gas them up a little bit, you know, they are one of the original franchises. I think when you do think of the NHL, they're right on the cusp there of one of the first thing, one of the first franchises you think of, um, pretty synonymous with, with the NHL, especially being from Chicago, you know, a cold, the windy city, you know, um, hockey's, you know, synonymous with the cold. Um, but again, six Stanley Cups, which is um, one of the highest totals for an NHL franchise. I mean, obviously you have the Maple Leafs and the Canadians who are way up there, but um, right below them you have, you know, the Blackhawks and the Penguins and the Red Wings. Um, well, the Red Wings are pretty high up there. but um, Yeah, so I think a very respectable franchise, very decorated. Um, again, pretty easy to give the edge here to the Blackhawks. And again... Going back to the whole fandom thing, the Blackhawks very consistently do very well with ticket sales um, and, and selling that that arena out. Um, but the Kings um, and the Ducks, again, it's a lot of superficial people who are there because um, they're celebrities or because it's the, the cool thing to do uh, in Los Angeles. So yeah, definitely give the edge to Chicago here when it comes to hockey. Uh, let's talk some MLS for Chicago. They have, um, the fire founded in 97, one of the original teams, uh, one MLS cup to the name, 12 playoff appearances in 22 years. Uh, win, uh, pretty healthy winning record in the regular season. And they're at 49% win percentage in the playoffs, but that's including five ties. So they're 20 and 16 when you think of wins and losses. So they do have a winning record. Um, and then over in LA, you obviously have the galaxy founded in 96, another one of the original franchises, five MLS cups, 18 playoff appearances, a very, very, very healthy winning record in the regular season. And as well as the playoffs at 58% win percentage. Actually, I think that's closer to 60 when you take out the ties. So, And then LAFC, um, who they just had their first season last year. And they're in the midst of their second season. They went 16-9-9. Um, they made it to the playoffs, but they lost that game. So off to a decent start. But obviously the edge goes to the Galaxy here uh, because, you know, they are one of the winningest franchises, you know, 
uh, in MLS history. And a lot of playoff appearances, a lot of wins. Um, but the thing is, I mean, I, you know, I'm giving the edge to the Galaxy here. Um, I should just, I'm just going to go ahead and say that now. But it just comes with a slight caveat uh, that comes up every time we talk about the MLS here, which is just the fact that um, the MLS chooses where international superstars go. And the LA Galaxy is probably the top premier number one place that international superstars go to. Um, so you have people, you know, like um, David Beckham, like Zlatan Ibrahimovic, um, who get sent right to the LA Galaxy. Uh, and the Chicago Fire, unfortunately, not one of those top destinations. It's usually LA, New York, um, Washington. That's basically it. That's <laughs> where they mostly get sent. Seattle probably is up there as well. Um, so it's just unfortunate that Chicago doesn't really get a, a, a real chance at those stars. Um, so they have to kind of rely on the American talent, which is not, I'm not saying a terrible thing, but if everyone else had that same kind of uh, handicap or not, whatever you want to call it, um, I just think it would look different. So it's unfortunate, but that is what it is. Uh, definitely give the edge to, to Los Angeles here. Um, and finally, we can move on to the WNBA. I don't think there's any other teams. Let me just check for LA real quick here. Yeah, it's just the WNBA left. Um, <clears throat> so let's start with the sky here, the Chicago sky. Um, Founded in 2005, no championships yet. Uh, they made it to the to the finals once. Uh, their regular season record is at 44% and 37% in the playoffs, so not great. Um, and then when you compare it, obviously, to the Sparks, you have one of the more dominant WNBA franchises. Um, founded in 97, one of the OG teams, three championships to their name. 18 playoff appearances, uh, 61% win percentage in the regular season, and 54% in the playoffs. Six MVPs in that time as well. Um, obviously, you know, most notably, they had Lisa Leslie, Candace Parker on their team. Um, they were, you know, they're considered two of the most dominant uh, WNBA stars, I think. Um, but yeah, again, it's just kind of hard to to not give the edge to LA here. Um, when you're just looking at the numbers, they, like I said, behind probably Houston um, and Minnesota are the most dominant uh, WNBA franchise. Um, and again, it's hard, you know, because the WNBA is still pretty new. They're still expanding. They're still growing. Uh, the Sky are a very recent franchise. You know, they've only been around for 14 seasons. Uh, so they're still getting their feet underneath them. They did have Elena Deladon up until very recently when she demanded a trade. Um, and she got traded to the Mystics. Um, she just wasn't happy in Chicago, which is unfortunate. Um, she could have, you know, maybe done some good things with that franchise. Obviously, like she has in Washington and, you know, brought them to the WNBA Finals this year. But, um, <clears throat> Yeah, all that being said, um, you know, got to give the uh the edge 
edge to, to Los Angeles here for WNBA. So all that being said, those are all the franchises. Some quick total composite numbers here. Um, Los Angeles has 31 championships compared to 30 for Chicago. Uh, an overall regular season winning percentage of 53% for LA compared to 47% for Chicago. And then 58 Hall of Famers for Los Angeles compared to 100 for Chicago. Um, so the numbers are very close, and I think they're even more close when you think of the fact that Los Angeles probably has double the amount of franchises that Chicago does, and they only have one more championship than them, and they have about half the Hall of Famers. Um, so I think that says a lot because, especially like if you take basketball out of Los Angeles, uh, it's not even close, and Chicago gets the clear cut advantage here. But the Lakers and the Sparks bring a huge, huge, um, you know, they're a big help. I don't know how to how to word it um, for for Los Angeles here in this competition. Uh, it's 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 tough, you know, because they Los Angeles has one more championship than Chicago. Their win percentage is obviously a lot better in the regular season. Um, but that being said, almost all of Los Angeles, actually, let me see. You have the Sparks, the Angels, the Kings, and the Galaxy, who were founded in Los Angeles. And then every other franchise, the Lakers, Clippers, Dodgers, Chargers, Rams, um, Raiders, were all moved to Los Angeles, um, as opposed to Chicago, who every single one of their franchises was founded in Chicago and has stayed there. Uh, the only one that didn't was is the Cardinals. Um, so for me... I give the edge here to Chicago. I think Chicago wins this matchup because while they may have a lower winning percentage in the regular season, they have one less championship with half as many uh, franchises. Um, and without the kind of appeal that Los Angeles has for free agents. Um, you know, because it's Los Angeles, it's California, it's sunny, it's where Hollywood is. A lot of people want to go play there. Um, and that has to be taken seriously because that is a factor when people want to go play there. I mean, that is a huge factor for why LeBron moved to LA um, to play for the Lakers because he is moving towards the end of his career. He has a production studio, they're based out of LA. He's doing more work with them. He's, you know, doing a lot of production stuff with that studio. Um, and the allure of Los Angeles is hard to beat, especially when you're playing in Cleveland when it's cold all the time, you know? Um, and a lot of free agents, that's, that's a big draw for them. Um, and I think you also look at Los Angeles, they either get a lot of people in free agency with that allure or they, you know, make trades. 
uh, as opposed to Chicago, where a lot of their talent is homegrown and drafted um, and stays there for majority of their careers. I think their fan base is far better, more loyal, more rabid, more passionate, more supportive. Um, you know, again, Los Angeles, very superficial fans don't really care, very surface level. Um, Chicago has a hundred Hall of Famers compared to Los Angeles is 58. So they have double the amount of Hall of Famers in way less amount of franchises and basically opportunities. All their franchises have stayed there. Um, they have a franchise in every sport. Um, and we're one of the originals. I mean, the Bears, one of the original NFL teams. The Blackhawks, one of the original NHL teams. The Cubs and White Sox, two of the original MLB teams. And when I'm saying original, I'm not saying they, they were literally like one of the first. Like, not literally the first, but they were one of the first. The Bulls founded in 67, so they were a little bit of latecomers, but they still were when the NBA was expanding pretty rapidly. Um, the Fire, Chicago Fire, one of the first MLS franchises. The Chicago Cardinals, one of the first NFL franchises, you know? So, and then, you know, you look at Los Angeles, 1960, 1984, their fans care more, they're more rabid, especially when you have, like I was saying, with LA, they have the allure. Chicago doesn't, but their fans still pack all of their team's games out. Um, the Bears fans are some of the most loyal fans, and they've gone through some pretty rough times in the past 10 years. Um, the Blackhawks always packing that place out. Even the Cubs and White Sox, their attendance numbers are still doing, usually do very well, even when They've gone through some recent tumultuous times. Um, so, yeah, I got to give the edge to Chicago here. Chicago, ding, ding, ding. You're moving on to the final four, baby. And our final four is now set. So we will have Boston versus Minneapolis and Chicago versus Washington, D.C., uh, and we will be getting those episodes out to you soon. I, I hope to be recording those in the next few weeks here and we can, we can find out who the best sports city of all time is. Um, but if you did like this episode, if you do like this show, um, please be sure to follow us on social media, Instagram and Facebook is sports talk with swag and Twitter is STWS cast. Uh, you can write an email in for anything, really, if you just want to tell me how your day is going or if you want to ask questions or if you want to tell me something, you know, a topic you want me to cover, if you want to be on the show, uh, criticism, whatever, send an email at sportstalkwithswag at gmail.com. Make sure you're subscribed to the show on iTunes and you leave us a five-star rating. You don't have to leave us five stars, though, if you don't think we deserve five stars. Give us one star if you think that's what we deserve be honest i like honesty uh but do leave a rating and subscribe on on apple Podcasts, itunes whatever you want to call it you can also listen to the sto- to this show on spotify stitcher um google podcasts um anywhere you can listen to podcasts you can find this show um but yeah with that being said uh i do want to thank you guys for listening 
Thank you for sticking around here. Uh, make sure you go vote in the polls. I should mention that before we head out here. There are polls live right now on all the social media pages. Um, and if it's not by the time you're listening, either you're too late and you missed it, or uh, it's not quite up just yet. So check back um, in a couple hours after you're listening to this, and they should be up if you're listening the day that it's released. Anyways, vote in the polls. Let your voice be heard. Who you think is better, Chicago or Los Angeles? And uh, with that being said, I'm going to head out of here, and uh, I'll catch you guys in in the next episode. Peace. It's Sports Talk with Swerve.